listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome to Grave Discussions, the only true horror podcast on the air. I am your host, Barnabas. Shots fired, and I'm your co-host, Samuel. Oh yeah, you know. You gotta be confident. That's how you that's how you stay you you know, gotta, relevant. Well, if I'm a amateur boxer in the nineteen whatever the fuck thirties, I'm not gonna <laughs> nineteen what is it, sixties? Is it nineteen sixties? Yeah, I'm not gonna call out Muhammad Ali, you know. So <laughs> Yeah. No, I feel you. I mean, but I, I think that we're definitely one of the best because we oh, actually yeah. talk about relevant shit and analyze and we're passionate about it. Well, yeah, and you we kind of so. expand upon stuff other people won't talk about. That's why we're an hour long. Yeah. Most of those guys, you know, they stick on there for 30 minutes. They're like, all right, guys, I ran out of brain. Yeah. So <laughs> they're, uh, they're premature podcasters. Ah, you guys ah. should take some <laughs> podcastra. That's ah. Cool. Uh-huh. You get it? Like Viagra? I, but I got it. All right, cool. All right, that's cool. I got it. So today's episode is gonna um, provide a lot of good content. We're gonna talk about some classic movies, but we're also changing things up just a little bit because uh, we're gonna have to say goodbye forever. Dun, rest, dun, dun. rest in pepperonis. Rest in feces. <laughs> to one of our segments, the terrifying trailers. Yep. So, uh, you know, I don't know why it took me 13 episodes to realize that if you guys aren't seeing what we're seeing, it's probably not going to be very exciting to you. Yeah, we're probably, like, asking <laughs> you, know? you to pull up YouTube as you're driving home yeah, to you know watch the trailer, so... I, I hope none of you did that. If you did, then I am ashamed of you. I hope you did it and didn't get caught. Oh. Because it's not illegal unless you get caught. That's true. That's true. As with most, most things in the world, so... Yep arson <laughs> that yeah that's a big not one not relevant to that's, anything that's kind of a, yeah, that's a bigger one for sure <laughs> but yeah we're not gonna do the terrifying trailer anymore but we still want to keep you guys up to date with new movies new trailers all kinds of stuff like that because that's you know what's interesting right now in horror no more trailers but also hey here's this trailer <laughs> yeah <laughs> except we're not well, gonna talk yeah, to we'll you let you know it. we'll let you know what's out you know uh so speaking of which we've got some exciting news today. Uh, this is probably <laughs> that's the. Not, that's so mean. I don't know. It's exciting for me because honestly, fuck want, this show. You want you want to see? Uh, well, yeah, because it's about to die. I'm happy yeah. about that. No, yeah, offense. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I agree. So, The Walking Dead, which has been on the air forever, as many <sighs> of you know, I'm sure. Listen, I love the comics. I'm a fucking Walking Dead comic fanboy. Okay, and that's long as shit, but it's interesting. All the characters are relevant, you know, the story is actually good, the gore and all that shit is in there. I mean, it doesn't help that The Walking Dead on AMC is, like, not really, like, you know, rated, like, 17+. plus. 
Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really care for I that have, at I, all because the show is about fucking zombies eating people and like you're trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Now it's not even about the zombies anymore. It's yeah. like, yo, what kind of crazy ass motherfuckers are we about to run into yeah. today? Like, I mean, which you is, know, I guess it's realistic, but to, to be fair, it's not like, like a zombie show anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of yeah, ruin. You. you know what's fucked up? Walking Dead ruins zombies for me. I don't watch any more zombie movies that come out, and I'm not interested. Like you told me to watch Wreck, you know, and I don't want to oh, watch yeah. Wreck because it's a zombie movie. I mean, I wouldn't call it a zombie movie per se, but no, I know what you mean. But like, you feel me? Like, yeah, I you kind of get burnt out on it. <laughs> like, I'll I'll fucking take Return of the Living Dead over that part yeah. two. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. But I mean, The Walking Brave. Dead in and of itself is uh, really kind of more of a like show about the people the zombies are just kind of there yeah that's what i didn't like about it it wasn't even like it was about the zombies up until like shane died yeah and then like we got into it with the governor Mm. and negan and all these like hill people like i'm so sick of like i I mean (coughs) you know but think about it realistically though if you were in that situation where it's a fucking zombie world after a certain point you'd be worrying about like people as well as zombies because you have to try to survive like you know by any means possible you think through like the and here's like a flaw in like zombie movie logic you would think with like the changing seasons summer hot as fuck and then winter cold as fuck these things would just break apart after a while no (laughs) well just because they all keep dying no but they would just break apart bro like flesh can't just yeah like Listen, it's, it's, it's not very scientifically accurate, okay? That's what I mean, I'm saying. They're zombies. I mean, once so. the seasons pass, the zombies would be gone. Like, you just need one year-round season pass, and that's it. A- anyway, not to get too deep into zombie movies, but we didn't even cover what fucking happened yeah, yet. So, so, Rick, so Andrew yeah. Lincoln is leaving The Walking Dead, <laughs> and thank God, because like he is, his acting is too good to be stuck on that show yeah, saying the same shit over and I'm over. End it, bro. That's all I gotta say. Well, listen, spoiler alert. In the comics, he is still alive, and he's still the main character. He got fucked up, though, but he's still the main character. So they're already di- going to divert from the source material so heavily. They're actually thinking about getting the guy who plays Daryl to be, like, the main character. Like, they're offering him a shit ton of money to stay on and be the main character. And that that isn't The Walking Dead anymore to me, you know? It would be better with... It would be better with him because, like, then the story wouldn't be, like, this depressed narrative about Rick's no, life and how... This whole... Every time you're watching Daryl's Walking Dead... Daryl's emo but, like, you look at Rick and, like, you just feel sorry for him. He just needs to go. We need someone... I mean, don't you think they're going to do the same thing to Daryl? No, If they make him the main character? Daryl's brother already died. What else are you going to take from him that he gives a fuck I about mean, more than his flesh and blood? I don't know, bro. I, we never really, like, get that deep into him as, like, a character, so... We might now, though. That's what's going to suck. Yeah, exactly. So, so Him being be the, the cool, thing. quiet dude... Matter. That just like hot-headed. That's what was cool about him. Now, if you like, open this envelope and reveal his emotions and all his backstory and hit, like the store, like the camera's always on him. That's gonna kind of fuck it up for his character yeah. too. So. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I do bro. it for the money though. Oh I, yeah, I'm sure he will. I mean, he's he's been on the show for like too long and has too many fangirls to like give it up. Especially if he's gonna get paid more. Yeah, man. Norman. But I'm not surprised about Andrew Lincoln. Boondock Saints, right? Yeah. See, that's what I remember him in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's always plays the same, similar type of character, so like. Yeah, he gets kind of typecast, but. Yeah. I don't know. People like him, so whatever. Um, he's got that whole like, hillbilly sexy shit going on. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fangirl like. What that. did you just say? Well, people think that. 
What's this next article? <laughs> so, uh, Netflix activates Smart House Tao, starring It Follows star Micah Monroe this June. Yeah. And she was the main. Book? She was the main girl. So, um, I just saw the image for this one on Bloody Disgusting, and I was immediately intrigued. Yeah, uh, so basically, there's a new sci-fi thriller called Tao coming out, starring uh, the main girl. I forget her name from It Follows. Um, it's got Ed Skrine from Deadpool. I think I know who that is. And, of course, none other well, Gary than potentially the greatest actor of our generation, Gary Oldman. He's, he, bro, he had movies way before oh us. Oh, my God. He's, our he, genera- you know who's our generation? Who's our generation? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's been out. I mean, yeah, Gary Oldman's a lot older. But Brad Pitt was, like, a little before our time, too. Yeah, like but, around now, that time. but recently, like, in the early 2000s, when movies started becoming, like, super yeah. mainstream and super well put together... Like, a lot better than back in the day, like, cinematography-wise, and, like, mm. acting-wise and everything. Like, Brad Pitt's kind of, like, at the forefront with Leo. Yeah, no. I mean, Gary Oldman is also just, like, severely underlooked and underrated, like, a lot. I mean, he has so many great roles, but... The Gordon one yeah. was one of my favorites. I don't oh, want to yeah. sound like a... As they call it, a dick rider, but... You know, of the Dark Knight series, but... Yeah. But that's the role he was, like, really good in, you know, when he played yeah. Gordon. So, like... Especially in, like... I don't know. In both movies, you kind of, you kind of get to see like what type of person this mm-hmm. Gordon is, and I did not even know Gary Oldman was from the oh, UK. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. You you hear him kind of slip a few times, but like Gary yeah. Oldman's like, yeah, he's definitely. Oh, like, they're, they're good at like mim- mimicking American accents, you know. But yeah, he's the like he's, for he's sure. been around for a yeah. minute, you know. But uh, he is in this movie along with those uh, two other actors uh, we mentioned. Tao is a like I said a sci-fi thriller I don't know how many real like horror elements there are going to be but it's so general now but uh, it follows uh, one street smart grifter Julia played by Micah Monroe um, who's like kidnapped and held hostage by some dude doing like a some kind of like an ex- experiment and he's created this house I, I, I guess that's called Tao it's basically like a like a super house like it has its own ai and shit you know that sounds sounds terrifying and she gets trapped in there and she has to like fight it basically to try to survive and shit that's not really horror yeah like i said it's so (laughs) general that you know even in sci-fi some people i mean if it features people getting like slaughtered and shit then that could be a little more like horror-y but then the godfather was horror (laughs) uh i mean i don't know it didn't really feature anything like futuristic or weird or whatever though i know know, i'm just saying like it's just yeah i I don't know i don't know how i feel about these sci-fi movies like i usually don't care for them you know so i don't mean to sound like a dick or anything to like sci-fi fan i know nothing but Uh, i i don't know if i would really call it horror horror but it it kind of falls into you know some of that realm so i get it but anyway alien kind of does Oh yeah, like well, Alien's a fucking monster, you know. Predator's so like an action horror, so that's yeah, that's still horror. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so be on the lookout for Tau. It will be streaming on Netflix, um, starting June 29th. So that's actually not that far away. It's like a month away. So if you're a sci-fi fan, be on the lookout for this one. I'll, I think it sounds pretty I, good. I think I'll check it out. I mean, it's interesting because yeah. I don't think anyone. It reminds me of like Cube, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love Cube. <laughs> See, even with that, you, yeah. you might you know not yeah. really consider that like horror. But anyway, oh, this shit looks dope. We're gonna move on. I don't know if this is like actually the character. If this is something else, it looks like an action figure. Yeah, a little bit, just like done up to look all cool and shit. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't already heard, which I would be surprised 
if you didn't, but if you haven't heard, Jamie Foxx, who um, we previously talked about this bit of news, he was rumored to be cast as the new Spawn in the new uh, Todd McFarlane helmed, uh, re- basically reboot of Spawn. Uh, and now he has been confirmed to be Al Simmons Spawn in the new movie by Bloomhouse. So, I mean, I, I guess you were right. Like, he does, he can do it. And, I, you know, now that I kind of, like, think about it, I do agree with that. I think he's, like, the perfect person to do that. Yeah. I think this is going to be, like, really good. Plus, it's, you know, Bloomhouse. Yeah, they, they have been doing really well lately, so. Uh, I'm not going to lie, those, are, really like the, those are, like, the, that's, like, the pound-for-pound pound <laughs> yeah. champion of yeah. horror movies right now. Yeah, I would, I would probably agree with that, for sure. They so, still got Ghost House and, you know... Yeah. But in Dimension oh, yeah. Films, but, you know, Dimension Films isn't strictly horror, mm-hmm. so... But I am excited about this, though, because it does... It, the article states it will be going for a strong R rating, um, but kind of a low budget, 10 to 12 million bucks. For a movie like this, I'm kind of surprised, but I think that's actually going to make it better, because they have to really make it, like, fucking good for that much amount. Of I like what they're doing. Deadpool was rated R, now Spawn's about to be rated yeah. R, so people are going to be getting, like really killed and like heads flying off not like the mm-hmm. batman movies where like you shoot someone and they just fall on the floor and there's like no blood and yeah. then, like no bullet holes like <laughs> right yeah no i know that i hate that like a lot i'm yeah. always like why you know with like that's the thing about those so many of movies, these bro. yeah so many of these superheroes could literally fucking kill you even on accident with their powers and shit that never happens you know or barely ever mm-hmm. like really no villains ever really like die I guess the Nolan verse isn't supposed to be like realistic, you know? Yeah, no, definitely not. But be on the lookout for Spawn. I know everybody's hype about it. Um, and honestly we're pretty hype about it. I, I, I can accept Jamie Foxx as my spawn lord and savior now, you know. I told you. <laughs> so, um but I I'm still trying to reserve a little bit of judgment for when I actually see it. But I mean I'm not gonna lie, when I f- when I found out Tom Hardy was going to be Venom, I wasn't really excited. Like, I'm a Tom Hardy oh, fan, yeah. but, like... Did you see the trailer, though? I'm a fan of, like, Law... Yeah, I did. I'm a fan of, like, Lawless yeah. and Warrior and, you know, Bronson. But after that trailer, I was I was sold. I was like, yeah, I think he could, he could definitely do it. Yeah, but, like, you just... Everyone already knows Tom Hardy, so it's just like, ah, oh, Venom's just Tom Hardy. Like, you know what it is? Yeah, you know I, what feel, I, mean? but like, he, I still feel like he has roles in a lot of these, like not blockbuster type movies like not lesser known films but like movies that you actually look at and you consider like good <laughs> you know like yeah, yeah. like more indie almost even like dunkirk you know he was in that i liked him in that i like bronson yeah bronson was good i think that was sure. the first tom mm-hmm. hardy movie i saw oh yeah that was a good one so be on the lookout for that next up we're gonna kind of go back to the sci-fi we're gonna talk about some other upcoming movies some upcoming trailers, uh, just in case you guys are interested in checking them out. Actually, I will admit, I haven't seen either of these trailers uh, yet, but one of these movies is brand new to me and one I already kind of know about. We're replacing terrifying trailers with look at these trailers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we're not going to like watch it and shit and talk yeah. about it. you know. But uh, one is about, and this is kind of a cool bit of news too, because if you're an 80s fanboy like we are, you'll probably appreciate this. And I have not seen the trailer yet for this. But uh, there's a movie coming out, I think actually this weekend in theaters, called Upgrade. And it's helmed by the very guy that did pretty much like all the big Bloomhouse movies, uh, Lee Wenell. 
Oh, upgrade. I, I yeah. saw this. Uh, I saw a poster for mm-hmm. this. Yeah, yeah. It's like allegedly like supposed to be horror or something. Yeah, basically. So the plot synopsis essentially. Uh, have you seen Hard- Hardcore Henry? Is that a porno? Or? <laughs> no, it's a movie. No. <laughs> Is it a porno? Are you a porno, Samuel? Your mom. <laughs> no, she's not. You take that back. <laughs> Never. God damn you. I take it back. <laughs> Thank you. And I give it back, too, because I'm you, generous. Fuck you. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. You do son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, uh, Upgrade is coming out in theaters uh, June 1st, actually. So, this Friday. And you can check out the trailer for it. But there is a brand new trailer. And it's kind of like an 80s throwback. Basically, it just looks like it's all like um, like VA, old VHS, you know. So, we're kind of we're kind of watching it right now just so you kind of get the feel for it. But it looks cool. Basically, this guy's wife gets... Uh, killed i don't know if it's like a hit or something but she gets murdered basically yeah um and the guy is like out of action like he gets hurt but he something happens to him like technologically like he's he gets upgraded i assume he becomes kind of like a fucking cyborg or some shit this is like classic 80s cheese yeah exactly and then he but it's supposed to be like really gory he just like goes after these guys who killed his wife now that he's a fucking like cyber human and he's just killing the shit out of them so i don't know man i think it looks pretty good and this trailer is dope like back to the future mixed with terminator yeah exactly but it's supposed to have more kind of like horror elements like it's definitely supposed to be way more like brutal i think it's just supposed you know? to be a splatter film that's what probably i'm okay with that though i like seeing those if they're good you know if they're not like really shit a really shit like splatter film is probably like the lowest the lowest you can go as a as a director, you know. Probably. Honestly, like, unless you fucking make like a snuff film or some shit, then that's you know, what this looks like. <laughs> kind of, yeah. This trailer for sure. So check that out. Um, and if you go see Upgrade this weekend, let us know what you think. I don't know. Probably not gonna go check it out in theaters, but I do want to watch it. So that's uh Upgrade. Kind of cheap of you. No, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to, like, find it. I'm just saying that I want to see it. <laughs> All right. So whenever I get the chance to see it, I'm probably going to try to see it, whether it's on Blu-ray or VOD or whatever, you know. I'm sure that's what you meant. I, it is. How dare you think that of me? <laughs> what kind of person do you think I am? I'm terrible. Uh, you're right. <laughs> so this last bit of news here uh, is about a movie called Inheritance, and pretty simple premise this guy um this guy's father dies and he leaves him like a sizable inheritance it says 2.5 million dollars uh, as a it's a beach house 2.5 million dollar beach house and so the guy moves to the town and he's trying to he didn't really like know his dad he's trying to figure out like you know kind of what he was about and he, he uncovers these family secrets which i assume are going to be probably paranormal or like his dad was a serial killer or some shit like that um, but it's everything's like shit. weird in the town. Yeah, it's always something like that. So, but this movie's coming out. I've not seen the trailer for this, but it's just dropped like today. I think it's gonna be. Let's see, who is the director here? Tyler Savage. I I've never heard of him, but uh, it looks like it's gonna be starring Chase Joliet. Joliet. I'm not sure how you pronounce and then it. Sarah Montez. Yep. Tim, Tim Bell, Bell, Kate Norby, Dale Dickey, and Krishna Fairchild. Oh, yeah, and Drew Powell from okay. Gotham. All right, all right, cool. So it looks like there's a pretty decent cast here. Um, 
it's just interesting that it's kind of like another um like family yeah, based like horror movie like hereditary uh, inheritance like it's coming out june 8th oh shit. yeah so close next week this one's the 15th so yep so it just missed the mark like hereditary is going to overshadow gonna it like the poor man's version oh yeah, yo, who definitely. knows though what if this is better than hereditary hereditary might be a shit bomb. it might be better but considering the fact that really nobody's ever heard of it until I don't know, like but today i think hereditary might just bomb and just be shit because people it's, are expecting so much but do you think it. that it's going to make more money than this yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's been so hyped up, it's been marketed so well. There's no way that this is gonna like beat it in the box office. All right, I'm, I'm gonna call it right now. We're gonna go on Rotten Tomatoes, and Inheritance is gonna be beating Hereditary, <laughs> even though it's like a knockoff. It's possible. It's like when Scary Movie One was made, and then they released Shriek. If you know what I did last Friday the 13th. Yeah. I did. I mean, I like that movie. I but did too. But I mean, still. yeah. Sometimes knockoff films are better. That's why I'm like, yo. Yeah, it might have hit something that the other movie might not hit, but mm-hmm. you never know. I, w- I always root for like the underdog. I mean, I like them because I always like introducing some manner of uh, <laughs> some some manner of satire to any anything really, you know? Yeah. Because there's shit that is always way too serious, especially horror movies a lot of the time. So, you know, doing something funny is is good. You know, it keeps people lighthearted and shit. Yeah, so. satirical shit is always good. Yeah, definitely. So. I don't know. We'll see. I, I am curious, but I don't know. I think uh, I think Hereditary is going to be really good. So we'll see. Um, moving on, though, we are going to get into our very first segment, real segment of the episode in the cult corner. And so this week's cult corner is going to be about a cool little cult slasher movie yeah you mister i was i'm gonna put off watching it forever yeah it it did take me a long ass time to see it and then we finally sat down you were like yo you gotta watch the final tear and i was like all right but i kind of kind of made you it was yeah you did but no i'm glad you did because it was sometimes it was sweet just like you had to kind of like be like yo watch the descent and then i don't know where you're like yo (laughs) <laughs> fuck it, we'll make this episode about the descent. And I'll yeah, say, why not? All right, fuck it, I gotta watch it now. <laughs> yep, got to. I, I will. I will force you to do that. Yep. <laughs> but I'm glad you sat me down to watch Final Terror because I thought it was great. I um, thought it was dope. I, I don't really know how big of a following it has, but I know it's. I know it's out there. Like I know people know about it and talk about it, and I think that that's definitely kind of what makes I've, it uh, cult. But I thought it was really like obscure. surprising. <laughs> But surprising because yeah. it was so obscure, and I kind of read the synopsis. And I was like, "Yeah, okay," and then I watched the movie, and I was like, "Damn, this is pretty fucking good." Yeah, you know? the same guy who directed Holes directed this. Surprisingly. Yeah, it's so weird. And the, and the Fugitive. Mm-hmm. This was like one of his earlier works. I guess like yeah. he doesn't want to talk about it because like I don't know why. I mean, it was a good premise. Yeah, <clears throat> it was weird even for like today. Yeah, it, like, had, a, it had like a weird atmosphere. But and like the act. The, here's the thing: unlike other '80s movies, these guys actually knew how to act. You know. They weren't just that's like true, just yeah, that's true. really fucking stupid cheese. I, I was genuinely surprised by um, the actual level of of solid acting in this movie. Like that was one of my the highlights for me personally. Yeah, that, that was too because like you'd expect it to be like Final Exam or like oh yeah like one of those like crap movies God, that like that movie. when normal people watch they're like what the fuck is this shit yeah. bro? what are you guys smoking no, crack I, I, and th- watching I, this? Think you, I think anybody could get <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I think anybody could get behind uh, <clears throat> the final terror though you know cause yeah it, it is a horror movie it's like a slasher movie 
But at the same time, it almost feels like more real, almost. I mean, because that shit could happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just getting, like, hunted down by some crazy person with, like, camo. Not even like that camo. leaf camo like she shit. Was, she was know? dressed as a rock. Basically, yeah. Or she like a bush ju- or she something. She was dressed as a rock or a bush like it was fucking yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> I swear, she had a bush over her. Yeah, that's and she true. was like fucking ducking down yeah. every five seconds. Like, they drove right by her on that, that boat. Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. But Spoiler, I, spoiler alert. I thought that was sweet, though, because we never really, like, seen a killer like that. Which was kind of cool. And, like, that's back know? in, like, 19, like, was it 81? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, 1980? So. Yep. I heard they started filming, like, earlier on than they released it, but... Yeah. There was, like, some issues. I don't I don't remember exactly what, I but... Know. I don't know, bro. Like, it starts off with, like, these, these dudes, like, they're just going to some camp, and they're fucking around with some chicks, mm-hmm. and there's this asshole driving the bus, and he's, like, a weirdo, and he, like, hates them because, like, they're all sexual and stuff, and, like, he doesn't want them to go to the woods... And yeah. then they go go to the woods, they start looking for weed and shit, and, like, people disappear, and then it really slowly starts to unfold, like, that something is not right, because that kid, uh, what was his name? Edgar? Oh. Or Abner? I don't know. Abner? I don't know, he just <laughs> did fucking... He just, yeah, he didn't, I couldn't, like, quite make it out. I think it was Edgar. Yeah, he was the most annoying guy in the movie, and, like, yeah. he just disappeared for a long time, and, like... People start dying, they find heads and shit, and they're in the forest, and they're, like, opening up these yeah. shacks, and there's, like, a head inside the urinal, and it was fucking weird, but, like, when you finally find out what it is, like, that Edgar is, like, spoiler alert, that Edgar is, uh, the killer's son, yeah. and, like, yeah. that she's just been living in the woods forever, and, like, the way they killed her was fucking sick, too, that long, Yeah, that was great, spice. that was great. Yeah, I, I forget exactly what the story was about the actual killer character, I like that they didn't expand on it like a lot, you know. Because yeah, you w- could you couldn't even tell that that's really what it was until like the end of the movie, where you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. He's yeah, the kid in the story and at no point, that lost his mom or whatever. And at no point did they do that cheesy shit like they do in most horror movies. They didn't talk mm-hmm. about the legend like, oh, what if she's out there? Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like really. they didn't do that shit. I they just they were that. just trying to survive. Like they knew that they were being hunted down by somebody I mean, or something. Yeah, there's, there's heads you know? everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they're just trying to get out, basically, you know. So they had no fucking idea. It was just kind of mentioned as like, you know, they were chilling one night, nothing was happening, and they were telling each other stories and shit, you know, and it just kind of came up because like, of Edgar or whatever. And it was like super realistic because like the, the killer wasn't able to like hunt them all down one yeah. by one and there's yeah. there's a final girl. Like, no, there were a bunch of survivors, but like yeah. a few the few people that got killed, they got like really fucked up. Yeah, they Remember did. Remember the chick at the beginning? She got cut with those... Uh, those can lids. Yeah, that was crazy. She, she I had a, never seen that. She before. threw a bush with like the can lids at her face and or covered. like uh branch like branches or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just was, had them like taped on there and she got fucking massacred. Yeah, it was they fucked her up at the end. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was really surprised by it. I thought it was it was a great little film. You know, it's not like the best horror movie ever or anything. But I, I liked it for what it was. I mean it was definitely like a more realistic slasher movie but what it did do and it's like horror elements it did well i feel like yeah you know? i think it really did like, that that's why i said it was surprising because the whole movie you're going through the soundtrack like, too remember that the, the soundtrack score? was great yeah. yeah it was dope but the whole movie you're basically like going through it and you're like okay it's like this killer hunting down these teenagers for whatever reason right like you don't really know but you don't really care yeah but she's doing it and then you know things happen here and there but then when like the first kill comes or like the second kill comes they're so like spaced out 
randomly, just like weirdly, you know? Yeah, because like the dudes went to go get weed. Uh, yeah. The other guy's looking for someone else. Two people, like four people are sleeping. Mm-hmm. There's one guy in the lake. Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... But I thought it was good. But when that happens, you're like, oh, shit. You know, like, it's actually pretty, like, gory yeah. and graphic. So I liked it. I like a movie that can kind of not really, you know, make you have any expectations at the beginning and then just really step it up and, like, show up, you know? Yeah, bro. I, I wasn't... I didn't think much of it, but I looked at some other dudes that, like, review, like, old horror. Mm-hmm. Like, I read yeah. some articles and shit and, like... A lot of them were saying to watch this film, so I was just like... Yeah, people know. All right, I gotta find this. Yeah, it was it was surprisingly great. And I think that that makes it cult, for sure. If you, if you just kind of know about the movie and you think that, like, yeah, you know what, this was actually a good movie. Yeah, and you could find it on Midnight Pulp, it's yeah. free. Just, just be prepared, though, if you're gonna use Midnight Pulp, because uh, if you don't, like get the five dollar subscription or whatever yeah you there's know, an ad there's like, a shit ton of ads <laughs> i was watching bird with a crystal plumage on there i thought that I, was I told popcorn you. flicks was it yeah you're right okay pop well, midnight popcorn pulp, flicks is ads. midnight pulp <laughs> Mid- midnight pulp you still get some ads but it's not that bad yeah it's not that bad i still think popcorn flicks is dope because like oh yeah they have a lot of great movies I mean, but it's kind of like the movies last a total of two hours, yeah. just like they do on TV because of the ads, you know? So it's kind of like... Dude, like, if I wanted to watch, like, four ads every, like, ten minutes, I would just fucking buy cable again. I feel you. Like, that's how badly I feel about it. Like, ah. I'm, I've, been, I've been spoiled with all, all the streaming services I like ads because, like, sometimes I'll be watching a movie and then there'll be a commercial that'll be like, Doritos, and then yeah. I just remembered that I wanted Doritos <laughs> all of a sudden in that That's moment. what they do, though. They suck. They sucker you in. No, I always want what they're giving me. They just remind me to go buy it, you know? I don't, I don't I'll think... I'll be like, yo, I haven't had I Doritos in a long Sam, time. I, Sam, I don't know if you know how this works. <laughs> I do. It's like the opposite of how it should be. No. You should be like, fuck these commercials. I'm not letting you persuade me. With your subliminal messaging and shit. I'll be like, fuck the subliminals. I'm getting three <laughs> bags of Doritos because you just reminded me yeah. that Doritos exist. And then the, you make the money by doing that. And then there's more Doritos in the world. And there's more fat kids. You're the direct cause of obesity, Sam. Not me. Yes, you are. I used to be fat because of Doritos. I know me. But I still am fat because of Doritos. Yeah, but see, now, now who, whose problem are you, like, projecting onto him? Like, uh, see? Let's pro- move on. <laughs> he was hating on me for liking uh, Doritos, but sure. he's the one with the problem. Sure. When I start eating ice cream, I just can't stop. <laughs> I mean, that is how I'd be, though. For real. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Any, any final thoughts on The Final Terror? Watch that shit. Definitely. I agree fully with that. Right now, though... We're going to move on to our main segment of the episode, and we're going to be talking about Candyman. 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 Okay. Yeah, chill, chill. <laughs> it's That's a good thing I'm not looking in a mirror, that, right? That, that was almost five, bro. You really trying to... I was about to get us all fucked up. Right? Some crackhead was about to come in here and start there's no, us. There's no mirror, though. You got to look into a mirror. There's a mirror right over there. Uh, I wasn't looking into it, though. But he might come out of that bitch. It's still in the fucking room, bro. That's true, that's true. If you had Crystal Lake, but you're not in the lake, <laughs> is Jason going to kill you? Probably, yeah. You like that you're logic? Right. <laughs> you're right. No, that was, that, was good. that was a good argument. That was great. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so, Candyman. Let's talk about this movie. So, what do you think about Candyman? You just saw it, like, last night. Not for the first time, but... For we, the you first know, time in, like, a year. Yeah. I watched it at least, like... 
it's a classic. I, I always watch it. To. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you have to watch it. If you don't you know, watch it, I mean, it's equally as fucking unsettling as ever. Yeah, no matter how many times you watch it, right? <laughs> Every time you're like, oh shit. Because everything unfolds slowly, and you start yeah. to think that the chick's crazy, but then like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he, it, th- it throws you off. Because you see, it's like, at first I was kind of like disappointed when I first watched it when I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. when that fake Candyman came out, yeah. and I was like, ah, this is a crime movie. Candyman's <laughs> about a guy, a real person who beats mm-hmm. people up with a hook. Yeah, you're disappointed, right? And then some dude comes up on her, and you must keep me alive. Yeah. Like, and, like, I don't know, man. It was just fucking weird. I like, loved actual Candyman. Like, I think Tony Todd was the only person for that role. And there's actually a uh, interesting, uh, like, snippet. Did anyone of else ever play him? Um, I don't think so, actually. But there were people who were supposed to play him. And I'll get into that. But uh, for those unfamiliar with Candyman, first of all, familiarize yourself yeah, by watching enough. it. But basically, the movie is about an urban legend that is particularly prominent in this in basically the the urban area the impoverished area of chicago yeah and i'm not sure actually what um year this movie like takes place in but it came out in 92 i assume it'd be like the early 90s so i think if any of us are familiar with any kind of you know urban area yeah with with the community with the politics with all that stuff then you'll be like you'll feel like you relate to this movie almost that's how we feel growing up near detroit you know so um but basically there's an urban legend of about this um guy called Candyman, and he was a former slave who fell in love with a white woman and i believe he got her pregnant was that right yeah and then yeah but it was like during the middle of the civil war so you know how those things go he was lynched and yeah, now they cut, his, they cut his hand off yeah and they covered him in honey mm-hmm. and they just like and then bees started like jumping on him and he just yeah like, they killed him yeah basically um so now there's this whole legend about that person who became candy man who has this like hook stuck into like the stub of his arm and he's got bees flying inside him and shit like that and he wears like this weird coat i don't even know how to describe it but yeah he has that uh trench coat yeah that black trench coat yeah and uh he's it's particularly prominent in this urban area of chicago and there's a lot that can be said about that but essentially this um graduate student learns about the the urban legend and basically just goes into it and does research about it but she falls into the trap of saying his name five times in front of a mirror which is supposed to summon Candyman. and guess what it does that shit that, that shit scared me growing up because like i don't know people at school would be like you ever see candy man in the mirror yeah. five times and i'm like no you want to try it no no <laughs> why Fuck are you that. scared i mean i knew that shit wasn't real but like I, you don't want to take the chance though because I'm like six years old what yeah. fucking, I don't take chances at six That's you don't like, you don't know what the world really is at that point yeah, bro, it, it could you, fucking summon a vengeful ghost thing for yeah, all bro, you know I was like I grew up with like all that weird like believing in mm-hmm. ghosts and all that shit so like yeah. Candyman really did kind of fuck with me you know and like so did Bloody Mary and all those other mm-hmm. those weird ass fucking like you'd be uh, you'd walk into the bathroom and you'd have to like avoid the mirror cause you're scared <laughs> yeah I, I did that when I was a fucking kid bro like yeah 
I don't know, man. Like, that shit was real to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too, bro. But now that, I mean, I think that's what these... I don't know. These movies were R-rated, but they were probably kind of hoping younger kids were going to see it. Yeah. No, there's a lot of, like, themes revolving around, you know, children and poor people and, you know, th- this whole, basically, sect of, of people who are impoverished. And it's particularly black people, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's... I mean, Candyman himself, like I said, was a slave. So it's this black man who is a ghost, a vengeful, like, demon ghost, and, you know, and people are talking about him. There's this whole legend about him, and I think it's really interesting just to kind of go this into... This movie's kind of meta when you think about it. Yeah, It's like, what sure. was it called? Recursive? Because, like, yeah. like, Candyman knows that he's a legend that has to be kept alive. Like, it's kind of weird. Right. Like, the, the actor knows, like, not the actor, but the character knows that he himself is a legend. Mm. Like... I don't know that. Yeah, that he doesn't want to go away. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I got from that because mm-hmm. like probably has some unfinished work. You know, I mean, you got yeah. I mean, he was he was murdered, you know, by these white people who just didn't understand him. I mean, you know, yeah, not that they didn't understand him, but like the times were well, so fucked up back yeah, then. Yeah, they, they had different they had different beliefs. They were all fucking you know? racist, obviously. You yeah, know, they had slaves and shit. But like, I don't know their their treatment of such was just like mm-hmm. I don't know like the. Well, didn't they lie and say it was a rape too, or something? Yeah, you know sure how, you know how people do that. They yeah, they they, they do they, something bad and then they try to shift the blame. Yeah, or make it you know less impactful than it actually is. So I don't know, but I, I, there's definitely lots of themes in this film about race, about you know the, the economy, about being poor, about not having access to anything, and I think the whole legend of of Candyman and really urban legends in general, like myths, tall tales, you know, those are meant to evoke something in people. They're supposed to scare children so that they behave properly. You know, those are really the things. Yeah. They teach people like, don't be a fucking asshole. And it was like, you know, Hey, cause like some things are urban legends, but some things aren't. Some things are really real that these urban legends are based off of. And if you keep digging, you'll find it. Yeah. Like, that's what they're I think. This they're meant to be lessons, like, for exactly. sure. You know, it's like, hey, don't do this bad thing or Candyman will get you. Yeah. You know, and shit, he really fucking might. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, people tell their kids things like that. People who don't know any better, people who are kind of ignorant, you know, even you know, not children, but just people in general, you know, they will be afraid of things like that in order to feel a certain type of way like oh if i if i don't behave in this way then candy man won't get me you know i'll be okay maybe i'll get out of here one day you know etc etc you know what i think was crazy like this chick that just found candy man she was just like she was just one of those like students that was just trying to like you know debunk a myth and shit and, and like that pissed off the myth yeah. that, that that's what was great yeah. like because you know he 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 i i bet candy man feels like he needs to be there yeah he even says like he felt obliged to come yeah like, like he had to tell her like yo mm-hmm. stop fucking with my legend like, yeah. that's not something you he- should do because these legends have like lessons to tell exactly yeah. if you debunk them that kind of devalues them completely right exactly so yeah, can- he- Candyman is the protagonist in my opinion I yeah that's interesting I, I, I could kind of agree with you a little bit there I mean he is what he is and he knows what he is you know he knows that he's a, a lesson he's something to be afraid of for these people that maybe 
they'll be able to escape their situation, you know, shit like that. And that's why he wants to stick around. And maybe he likes the, the power, I don't know, <laughs> you know? I don't think but, it's the power, I just think, like, he doesn't, like, want people to fall victim to anything. Like, yeah. to be, like, conscious about their choices and stuff. Cause, to, like, to be like him, basically. Maybe not like Or him, end up like him, rather. To not end up like him. Yeah. Yeah, not to be like him, you know? Yeah, like I'm him. sure he was a, a good person in his, oh, yeah, you know, no. actual life. So, that, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, but no, like when not he was, to I'm die like when him. when he's a ghost. Like, yeah. That's when he, like... Right. Yeah, don't... He, he had to turn into something else, though, so that, like, people would, like, remember that mm-hmm. lesson. And yeah. what she does by trying to debunk it, like, yeah. she just completely, like, disregards it and says it's all a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's it's just fake it's there's no reason to it when yeah it was this this movie was like super meta yeah oh yeah and like you know what i even just thought about like his existence as this like wraith basically kind of you know helps people to remember like he's like you know basically like i don't want you to forget that racism is a thing that slavery was a thing and still is you know that prejudice is still you know rampaging throughout the whole world basically you know no matter like what your skin color is yeah everybody just hates everybody who's yeah. not them like, and, it, and it's not it like, like and it's not portrayed like ex- explicitly in the movie you kind of have to pick up on it by you know like what the setting is you know like the Cabri- the cabrini green like housing development like that entire area is, is so bad yeah it was. you know like it's all fucking busted up everybody in there is poor they're like sleeping on mattresses and shit you know, like some of the, some of them, the yeah, floor. some of them are, some of them are getting by. <laughs> He's like, they're poor. They're sleeping on mattresses. I, I, I mean, I, I sleep in the throne room. Like, where the <laughs> fuck do you sleep? You know, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. And well, you know, some some people are getting by, but in general, it's it's this really like poor neighborhood, this poor community, and everybody sticks together. That's why the legend of of Candyman is so prevalent, right? Yeah. Because people exactly. know each other. Like that's all they have is each other, and they get into their heads like that you know telling these stories you know they they try to raise kids there they try to make them be better than the parents are you yeah, know so shit had, like that yeah, so they had to like <laughs> yeah you know can't you think Candyman was fake when he came back as a ghost but because mm-hmm. of like people's like belief in him he just grew into it because yeah. he never kind of like kind of like a god almost in a way yeah you know people believe in him they have faith in his existence and that's how it is. So I think that's really interesting. I mean, I don't think Candyman is like a god or whatever. You know, it's, it's not completely clear like what really, he is. Almost, I think he's a he's like a poltergeist. Yeah, just like a really like wrathful, like vengeful ghost. Yeah, like you know, and but he can he can still kill you. <laughs> right? Would you classify him as a demon? I haven't seen uh, anything satanic from him at all. No, no. I mean, you know, he he got lynched. He died. You wouldn't really come back as a demon like that. Demons have to possess you. He yeah. ca- he came back as like a ghost, as a you know, a really angry ghost that is there to teach you a lesson. So that's how it is. So I I like all those themes, but they're not super like in your face. Like you kind of have to pick them out. Like if you know anything about growing up in a poorer neighborhood, you know, like you'll pick things up easy. Like you'll understand oh, yeah. why Candyman is what he is, right? Oh yeah. Once you see the fake one, you realize kind of like what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, apart from the narrative, apart from the themes, like what what were your other like favorite parts about this movie? I like the score mm-hmm. and like the moments where like uh, nothing's really happening for a minute, and then once yeah. he pops in, the kills are like really dramatic. 
Like, yeah, yeah. like uh, what was <laughs> her really name again? Good. The main character, Helen, I believe. Yeah, when Helen and her friend, like, it was her best friend. She was at mm-hmm. her house, and then Candyman popped out and like killed her right in front of her. And then mm-hmm. like she was getting blamed for some stuff, and like it just basically ruined her life. Yeah, like I, that's what I liked about it because yeah. it was like she almost like practically went insane. You like, know, it was a. Uh, it was a legit horror movie, but it was also, like, psychological horror, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, definitely. Like, deeply rooted psychological horror. It makes sense, though, because it was actually based off uh, the short story The Forbidden by Clive Barker. And you know fucking Clive Barker. He's a, yeah, he's he's a nuthouse. <laughs> but, like, here's the <laughs> thing know? with, like, was it Helen? Uh, I keep forgetting. Yeah, that. Helen. Was it Helen? You sure? Yes, Helen. I am sure. Helen Lyle. I didn't care about her name. Oh, I know. Yeah, the blonde one. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I know. So, like, I don't know. Like, uh... She should have just picked another topic for her fucking yeah right. Like oh, I'm gonna cover this uh, urban legend with a fucking murdering ghost and shit. Like what? And I'm gonna go to like the poorest area of Chicago. That's that. You know? That's that white people shit in horror movies. It that really we talk is. About. Yeah, <laughs> that is some true white white person. Let's shit. Let's go investigate, guys. Someone Bas- has basically, to. Basically, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I mean, I even thought the cinematography, the whole atmosphere, everything about it was was really kind of unsettling, you know? Just because it felt so real, like, all the time. Because shit started, like, slowly happening. Like, they just kind of, like, build the suspense with, like, the dramatic score as she would be, like, walking from location to location. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she would have, like, that parking lot scene when she was in the parking structure yeah. and she saw him finally and, like... Yeah. That's what I remember from childhood, that scene. Like, that scared the shit out of me. I definitely yeah. remember the bees and I remember yeah. the bathroom scene pretty well, too. At the beginning where he... Where he kills the dude's girlfriend upstairs or whatever? No, or there's like in the in like this like public ba- bathroom, like this public restroom. No, no, I'm saying my thing. That's what I like. Oh, your thing. Your I'm thing. Sorry. Yeah, the yeah, public yeah. bathroom. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, that yeah, was, that I kind of I kind of remember what you're, you're you're talking about. Um, just like this, the whole setting too was like like you said, in the urban area it looked like run down. It looked depressing, mm-hmm. and then like, hey, you have Candyman now. He's real, and then like. You just see Helen's life is just doomed after, like, she yeah. gets accused for, like, all these murders and stuff, so, like... She just got mixed up in something that she shouldn't have been mixed up in, yeah. just like the people who killed Candyman, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, if you kind of look at it like that, I think that that is, uh, I think that that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the, the score was excellent as well. It was uh, composed by Philip Glass, who's done a couple other bigger movies. He's more of, a, like, a, an operatic, I, I believe composer but he's uh done scores for movies like the thin blue line koyana scotsi which is kind of lesser known but it's like this weird experimental movie uh 2015's fantastic four of all of all things which was fucking trash i don't yeah but yeah it was bad it was terrible i hated it <laughs> but yeah his his score in this film was great it just matched that intensity that that urban area the the whole like disturbing nature of the film like perfectly i think so yeah really everything about this movie i I feel like was effective for me personally you know especially because i was able to kind of relate to it in in certain ways you know so yeah i think that's candy man i mean we just really wanted to talk about it because we've been thinking about it recently just and i've been thinking about it recently as you know like wow what what that was actually like a really good movie still is you know it's still yeah definitely it's only i mean from it, 92 it does like with, it does withstand the test of time though, yeah like. definitely I, I don't know about the sequels i didn't watch them i heard that they were less than bad damn <laughs> even lower than that so uh i'm not gonna touch those probably but if you feel the same way about Candyman that we do please 
let us know. We'd love to hear your opinions on it. Um, I think it's great. I, I think the entire film has this really interesting narrative that I, f I feel like relates to a lot of people. And I think it's honestly a really like important horror movie. Yeah, it is. He was like one of the main yeah. villains of like all of horror. Like when you ask people, they're mm -hmm. gonna list Jason, Michael, Freddy, Candyman, yeah. Chucky, Ghostface. He would, that's that's pretty much it for the classics. Leatherface, that's yeah. Leatherface. I mean, Pinhead, Pinhead. Yeah, all those guys. I mean, that's that's it from like the 1980s. Yeah, I agree. You know, he's definitely an iconic character for sure, and, and a really important character. So I would say the collector now. I mean, he kind of mm -hmm. he already did enough in two movies, bro. He took out like yeah everybody he wanted. I mean, to. Victor Crowley. You know, there's there's been some characters. <laughs> you mean Jason? That'd be good. <laughs> uh, basically, yeah. We just watched Hatchet Two the other day, and yeah, we just noticed all the similarities. I mean, you know, it's the same. It's Kane Hodder, so it makes complete sense, but. So yeah, any uh, any other final thoughts about Candyman? I don't know, man. The movie's dope. Uh, probably watch it during the daytime. Yeah, it's creepy. I don't know. It like, not creepy. that you'll be scared, but you're gonna have some fucking weird dreams if you watch that like right before you sleep. Definitely, especially no, with that for ending. Me, for me, it was just like the score and the atmosphere and like the lighting. Mm -hmm. Like the lighting did everything, and like yeah. the setting that they ch chose was pretty great. Like yeah. a depressing setting makes for a fucked up movie if you're about to get killed in that setting. You know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Speaking of fucked up settings, we're going to talk about one that is uh, oh, shit. pretty claustrophobic, if you know what I mean. I and, forgot about that. <laughs> and we're going to do that in this week's Chopping Block. <laughs> so this week's Chopping Block is going to be about a movie that came out pretty recently to Netflix but uh hadn't been on there for a while but it's from 2005 i believe and uh is if it's a favorite of mine the descent yeah i saw commercials about it trailers all the time growing up mm -hmm. and uh i was just like nah man i'm not interested in like cave creatures killing people like yeah which is basically what the movie was about these people well this this one woman loses her uh husband and, and daughter during this like i don't know kayaking trip or something you know yeah, with the, their other they got impaled with, with their those, other friends those poles or whatever yeah so she's dealing with a lot of grief damn poles <laughs> them poles <laughs> uh she's been dealing with a lot of you son of a bitch <laughs> 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 they, she's been dealing with a lot of grief she's pretty much lost contact with you know her friends um so sh they finally reach out to her and they invite her to go spelunking in this like cave system <laughs> but and, and of course they get trapped in there with these fucking monsters the thing is that that main chick juno she was a fucking asshole because like what she, she did she didn't take them to the cave where like they were supposed to go that has a map yeah the the cave that they told people they would be at if they if they right. went missing <laughs> yeah that cave yeah they went to juno took them to a different cave because I, I wanted all of us to discover it. I was going to yeah. name it after Sarah. It was it was unexplored, so you already know that's a bad idea. You shouldn't go trying to explore, like, discover your own cave system. Like, <laughs> I think that's a fucking idiotic idea. Unless you're, like, the fucking... Unless you're Indiana Jones or something. Unless you know? you're, like, the FBI, you shouldn't yeah. be out in, like, those fucking tunnels. Yeah. I mean, even if you were a professional, you would have fucked up by those creatures. You know? <laughs> One, because you don't want to get killed by those things. Two, yeah. if you survive and tell people, you're probably going to get killed. Like, because people are probably going to try to keep that shit a secret. Yeah. So, stay out of fucking unknown caves. I think that's the whole message of this movie. 
I would say I don't that's a pretty th- like, big. I don't, like, I don't yeah. think. Listen, I don't think. I think it was like think before you like do shit, like pay attention. That was like that's, the whole point of the movie. Because like at the beginning, her husband got killed. He wasn't paying yeah. attention. He was angry. Yeah. Look what happened in the cave. They didn't pay attention. They know. They didn't ask you. Oh, can we all see the map so we know where we're going? <laughs> She's like, No, I know. I'm gonna take you. Right. Yeah. So basically, the main message in the descent is stay out of caves if you're not prepared. And don't go into unmarked caves because there could be cannibal people living down there. Yeah. That are, like, humanoid and half, like, lizard. Like, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good lesson. <laughs> like, we haven't even, like, discovered, like, most of, like, what's in caves. Like Yeah, like, no, not at all. Stalactites and stalagmites. I mean, like, Cthulhu is probably at the bottom of the ocean. We don't know yeah. shit about the ocean. You yeah, know? bro, we're just, we're just like, hey, don't so, go there. We don't know what's over there. And people are right. like, what are you hiding? It's like, no, we're just not trying to go look in that shit. We right. don't care what's in there. Don't go bringing it out to us, you know. Like people probably know what's what's down there. Nah, bro. This the whole <laughs> message of the descent was stay out of caves. There's nothing deeper. I yeah, swear. I swear. That's why when we were watching that trailer for the mimic and she was in that like narrow ass cave passage and shit, I was like, hell no, because I immediately thought of the descent. Also, a lesson in this movie is don't plan surprises for your friends. Yeah, if that's I was a good like, one. yo, I'm gonna take you to an unexplored cave system so we can claim it and I'll name it after. I'd you. be like, no. Yeah. What the fuck. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Can you take me For to real. a cave where people will know where it's at if yeah. I like, break my leg or something? <laughs> there's like a there's like a five in time like you know at every every corner of the cave like there's people set up with like shops and stuff right. like all right this is my kind of cave yeah I don't want to get mauled by mutant like cr- lizard creature things yeah bro I mean the the explored caves were like they had like. Uh, what are those things called? Hot dog carts? You know, they would have shit like that. They'd <laughs> yeah. be chilling there. Yeah. $2 for a hot dog in the cave. You'd be like, yo, let me get a hot dog in the cave. Like, I mean, that's what, like, yeah, exploring a cave shit. I don't want to fucking... You see the shit they had to do? They had to, like, attach these, like... What are those called? Padlocks t- with ropes that weigh, like... That don't weigh shit. Yeah. And these, like, 150-pound women are just climbing these ropes oh, that are attached yeah. to some rocks. <laughs> yeah. Like... And then, then the rope breaks. Surprise! Like, right, well, if you go to an unexplored cave system and everything that can go wrong does go wrong, then yeah. it should go wrong, yeah. and you shouldn't have went. Now you, well, now you gotta fight off humanoids. What am I gonna say? Like, don't. I, that's I agree with the, you. Look, completely. that's because the message of this movie is don't go into don't unexplored go into caves. caves. Yeah, bro. What okay, the fuck? don't go into caves. Period. Just don't. I don't think there's a deeper meaning. Do you? Well. <laughs> If we're being serious, then there are other themes I'm present serious. in this movie. I know, I agree with there you. There are themes present, but, like, seriously, don't go into caves if they're not explored. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, that's the only thing I really That's got. probably... I'm going to write an article about that. Don't be don't be mad at your husband because he won't be able to drive good and he'll right. kill... Like, what's, what, what is this? What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> You tell me. Okay, look, I mean, definitely a big theme in the movie the theme is, is grief. loss. Loss. Loss, yeah, absolutely. Caves, you know? caves and not going into <laughs> them. Not going into caves, that's true. Um, but, you know, also kind of friendship in a way. I mean, the whole movie is about them, her trying to reconnect with her friends and her friend who just lost her family, you know. So that makes total sense to me. And even later in the movie, we kind of expand on that whole theme by actually kind of going the, the opposite route. And so I liked that aspect of it. I thought that was interesting. I'm not going to spoil what happens, but it definitely, you know, shit happens to really test their friendship, like to the extreme. And so I think that that is a really interesting theme. 
to me, at least definitely to see in a horror movie, like, we always see groups of people, you know, groups of these, like, kids. But the whole, like, theme of friendship, I feel like is never really explored that much, so it is pretty heavily in this film, and I think that that is definitely very interesting. How strong is friendship? When you go into a cave, you're not supposed to go into it. I think that was I do Listen, I do, I do think the main theme is to not go into caves, am I shedding period, especially I, if they're unexplored. Am I shedding any light? Yeah, bro, you're like a prophet. I swear. You're a fucking prophet. I've seen this movie like six times and I never thought about that. I mean, obviously yeah. I thought about that. Like, yeah, hey, maybe they shouldn't be going to this fucking get, unexplored cave and shit. Did you get really old but, and you're like, damn, I probably should go into caves. Like, no, man. I don't know, man. No. I'm, uh, bro, I'm never going into a cave. No, fuck no. Hell no. <laughs> I don't care if there's, like, ice Especially cream. Especially not with my fat ass. <laughs> I couldn't even fit through some of those passages. Remember that Why one? Why climb up here? You're joking, right? <laughs> you remember that one, like, really, like, circular, like, narrow-ass uh, passage that that uh, one woman had to go through? Sarah. Right, yeah. Sarah? Yeah. When Sarah was, got stuck and I, she started hyperventilating, I started getting scared. I was like, yo, you're the main character. Dude, You've been through all this shit. You yeah. can't fucking die. L- Are you listen, serious, man? Like, listen, I, was I, couldn't, I couldn't even get my ass through the opening, so I'd be dead. Yeah? <laughs> Just from the get-go. I wouldn't even go down there. I'd be like, I no, be- fuck this. I bet she was in there like, man, why did I go down in this cave? Probably. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would be the same way. It's a recurring theme, you see? <laughs> Yeah, don't go into caves. That's that's it. I don't think there's much more to be said. But, but honest, honestly, it's pretty funny because they keep like throwing that out there. Like we shouldn't have been down yeah. here, and you're like, yeah, you really should. No shit. Like they're kind of like telling you don't go into caves. Who cave. thinks that's a good but idea? Did you see how many times they say not to go to, into yeah. caves? Like, yeah, we shouldn't have done this. Don't don't blame me. It was your idea. Well, we were just trying to have some fun. <laughs> see, she's talking about going to caves. Like, see, that's the problem. I, w- I wonder if the director just had like an embarrassing uh, situation in a cave, and he's like, you know what, fuck caves. I bet he's like, like a movie about going. Like, the caves and dying. <laughs> He's like, wait, when, when, make sure when you say your lines, you also mention being in a cave you shouldn't have been. Yeah, that's pretty much like every line. Oh yeah, and the best shite. Remember yeah, shite? shite? Knock that shite out. Yeah, it is a British movie, it's so, so it's gonna be. Bro. Yeah, it's gonna be actors. Bro, like shite, 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 shite. This shit was great, bro. I love, it was, I love that shit. It was. I love that shite. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I love the shite as well. <laughs> but yeah, especially in the morning. I listen. I liked the movie a lot. I did too, man. I'm gonna say it's safe from being chopped. Yeah, it's safe. Yeah, it's really safe because like it was like it had a it good. Like, it had a good message. And it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. <laughs> oh shit! Don't go into caves, folks. Just oh. don't. Don't do it. Oh man. <laughs> it, had, it had a good message. Seriously, every movie's like yo. Don't go to caves, yo. Don't go to camps where people got drowned yeah. because they were bullied. Because the, the dude's gonna come back and kill you, yeah. yo. With a machete. Be nice to the weird kid, mm-hmm. yo. Don't go to that cannibal farm, bro. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, like don't. That? First of all, I don't know why you would go to any farm. This Let, movie, uh, except like, a petting, like farm. like this movie wasn't really different from like other like monster movies where it's like yo yeah. don't go over there there's things over there yeah. but no one warned them but like things just start happening to them and mm-hmm. these humanoid things just happen to be down oh, there man. I think there are other explorers that got stuck down there for years mm-hmm. and like now they're just like oh yeah I think that that's what it was determined to be you know like people get lost just like the just like the women did like the group of women right and at first there weren't any fucking you know monsters like mutant things to, to catch them so they became that and anyway, I, yeah, I like the movie a lot. I, I definitely say if it's on your list, go check it out. It's actually one of my favorites, honestly. I like, I, I really like it a lot. 
Um, it def it makes you it just makes you feel so claust like claustrophobic, right? Yeah, man. Like I, so and enclosed, like, and I don't like that shit. Yeah, I don't like being like that's scary, especially with you know monsters. <laughs> like yeah, just don't go in the caves. That's it. I I think so. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the scent definitely safe. Go check it out, and uh, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna probably rewatch it because I know yeah, I am most likely. I mean, there's a lot of shit that happens in that there's movie, be, you know? There's betrayal. Yeah. There's accidental betrayal. It talks about insanity. There's overconfidence, like when that chick was, like, rushing yeah. to the light and... Sur survival, right. you know? Yeah. Just trying to do whatever it takes, what, anything possible I to survive. I think just being in a hard situation will, like, bring, mm -hmm. up, bring about your true friendship. Yeah, and your true self, you know? Yeah. Like, you'll see how strong you really are. Like, I'll, I'll never leave my friends in a cave. That's fucking crazy, bro. I don't yeah. know how, like... These are supposed to be people, like, you care about. Right. Like, eh, I don't know, man. But go check it out. Definitely worth a watch. And I think with that, that pretty much wraps up the chopping block. Just to have a couple final things to say, if you liked the episode, uh, of course, go check out the rest of our stuff if you haven't. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have all those grave discussions. Um, and we're also thinking about expanding a little more dun, dun, dun. into the world of video which uh you know we've done some instagram videos and shit but we were really considering going on youtube and doing like our own little segments like these little five minute review kind of things you know just of whatever movies we end up watching i gotta find all every segment if we make a video yeah. i'm gonna wear a different mask and you know <laughs> okay. me growing up i had all those masks yeah if you can find your your ghost face one and <laughs> oh yeah i probably still have that yeah maybe somewhere dude yeah. that was that that was when we when we like started hanging out mm -hmm. we were we were seven years old when we both ran into each other. Yeah. With, like, the masks on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, they know the story. Yeah, maybe. I, mean, I think that would be a good idea. But let us know what you guys think about it. I mean, if you'd like to see some, you know, little five-minute videos of us just kind of yep. talking about reviewing a yeah. movie we've seen. We'll do quick reviews probably mm -hmm. of, like, movies that we each individually think are dope or together yeah. if we agree on it. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll probably check out, like, whatever Blu-rays I get or something or whatever is streaming that's do new, you, you know. Do you want to borrow offerings? Oh, man. That could, that could be my first one. It would just yeah. go off the rails right away. You want to? It's not, <laughs> Maybe. It's not bad. Okay. Yeah, sure. And I'll then check we could, it out. And we'll probably do, like, five-minute reviews, guys, of, like, those yeah. type of movies. Like, just little movies you probably mm -hmm. didn't know about, you know, because we you know we're the plug for those kind of movies yeah <laughs> I, I you know i haven't uh seen everything that samuel has seen and he i hasn't hasn't seen everything that he's seen but like exactly we, we've both seen like a lot of movies that we're both equally mm -hmm. fans of like we're friday the 13th fanboys i love the evil dead mm -hmm. and both of us are freddy not so much you know <laughs> like, yeah yeah that's that's kind of fair but i'm a michael fanboy like mm -hmm. super super a lot like i'll name all the actors who played like, yeah every like Thing, yeah, you know, like that type of stuff. So, so like, it will we'll, get, we'll give you good content. Yeah, we'll give you really good content and like passionate content too, because mm -hmm. like we're just not going to show you what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because that's the point of this, right? Anonymity, but not I'm, anonymity, but like we're mm. trying to show you what we love. Like, and we're going to yeah. portray that through these masks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I still got them, and I'll yeah, and <laughs> I, I think I'll that's let you borrow a good some description. Yeah, I still sure. got two Michael Myers masks that I let two friends borrow. Oh. And they're both the Halloween 2 masks. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Nice. One's the one with the bloody eyes. I like that one, The other one's yeah. the normal one. Cool. So we could, like, swap those for episodes. For sure. Like. Yeah, definitely. Good idea, guys. Let us know. Yeah, let us know what you think. And if there's something else that you'd rather see, like, videos from us about, mm -hmm. let us we know could, that, too. We don't have to do reviews. We could talk about horror games. We could yeah. talk about 
horror shorts on YouTube, like series. Sure, yeah. We could strictly talk about like unknown horror TV shows, because mm-hmm. like I found one that I had to show you. But okay, yeah, we could talk yeah. about anything. Yeah, anything, anything you guys want, really. So, yeah, let us know. Make sure to follow us on the social media and uh, give us your thoughts. And I think with that, it pretty much wraps it up. Next week, we've got episode number fifteen coming. We'll see you next week on Grave Discussion. I'm like a Swedish vampire. <laughs> that that was my Swedish vampire. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's kind of racy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, goodbye. Uh, goodbye. This has been an SRD production.